are listening to Sports and More with Chris and Tom. Welcome back. Finally in the new year. It's the guys with the faces for radio and the voices for asylum at the movie. This is still Sports and More with Chris and Tom. I am Chris. And I am Tom. And we are, what, about six months away from hitting year number four of the podcast. Four years. We are in 2024 officially, so happy new year. Happy new year, We are four days into the new year. Um, So far, uh, not much to report, like not much to review on, but, um, you know, 362 days left to (laughs) get the five-star review for 2024. Um, (laughs) Right. Anyway. we had ourselves a little bit of a winter break ourselves right around Christmas and New Year's. And you probably got our Christmas episode last week yep. after Christmas. Yeah. Um, nice little my, extra treat. My bad. Nice little extra treat. No. Hey, you know what? The gift, the gift that keeps on giving you that, that Christmas gift before Christmas. No, we were like when you were done opening gifts, that's when we came in. <laughs> so that's, yeah. that's where we are. Um, but yeah, I mean. You, did you have – we haven't even talked really since uh, we went on, on break outside of our, our chats with Waldeck, uh, <laughs> who is, wildly enough, a, he is a professional athlete. He did kind of point that out. In that kind case, of, you know, I'm technically sure. speaking, hey, technically I'm, speaking, it, it's, it's like a – I don't know. It's like a, a loophole into being a pro athlete. Yeah. At that point, I was a professional volleyball player. I coached volleyball in high school and got paid for it, so – Right. There you go. There you go. Yes. Um, so if you, if you, uh, you probably, I mean, if you don't, if you know Waldeck, uh, if you know him personally, like, yes, uh, he is a ski instructor. He is a ski instructor. Um, and so he actually does skiing himself and does get paid for it. So he goes, technically, I am a professional athlete. Like, I wanted to be like, you're wrong, but I'm like, he's kind of not wrong. He is a so it was like I can't debate it because he's kind of right. So um, anyway, so we, we had some talks with him. Great, he's up in uh, Wisconsin, Wisconsin now, so that's great. He's actually not uh, not terribly far from me, just under two hours from me. So that's nice. kind of cool. Um, back in the area, I was actually just up his way yesterday. Oh, gee. oh, um, for work? Yes, no, not for skiing, <laughs> for work. For work, yeah. Um, my director uh, had his retirement party yesterday. Actually, is retiring tomorrow. Oh, jeez. Uh, so tomorrow, tomorrow's the fifth. Yeah. For you know, yeah. uh, obviously, this is going to come out after right. that. But um, yeah, retiring. He's uh, so he has spent his entire life with the hospital. And let me just clarify: he was born oh, at the hospital. Jeez. He has been working for the hospital since 1987. And he he is the third generation of his family to work for the hospital, and his son also works for the hospital. So there's four generations of this family, family business <laughs> that have worked at the hospital. I'm like, dude, so uh, lots of pictures uh, to show on the slideshow, some cool interviews. Um, it, it was kind of funny when they said like first day at St. Mary's, it said it just said birth. <laughs> Dang it. <laughs> yeah, you kind of got everyone beat yeah, there. Uh, there you um, go. Like, uh, so yeah, that was, it's kind of cool. But uh, no, I was not up there to have 
fun on the slopes, although it was kind of warm anyway. Yeah. So I, I'm wondering how much skiing he's doing. A lot, actually. They're, they're making snow, so he's all right. Good. He's, good. Getting, he's getting some skiing in. Good. Well, anyway, how was uh, how was Christmas and New Year's for you? It, it was busy. I went to Top Golf on Friday on Festivus with my dad and my brothers and and their girlfriends or girlfriend and fiance. So so my brother Matt's engaged as we've discussed on the podcast. Oh, before. that's right. That's yeah. Right. So we went to Top Golf and the next then Christmas Eve we went back to my dad's for dinner and we watched just football all night. So it was fun. Nice, then Christmas nice. Day we were at my mom's. We did we played bunker like always and just relaxed mm-hmm. at home and that's all we did. Came back to work on, on Wednesday, Thursday, and then stayed around the the Plain Springfield area because I had to work New Year's Day. But I did get to meet up with the Jawa. I I had did oh, lunch with Jawa on on the thirtieth, and I met his girlfriend and it and at St. Shake, and we had a lot of fun. Oh, yeah. yeah, good. He's he's still over in Indiana, right? Yeah, Anderson University. He is in, Anderson University. Yeah, he's in so. the athletic department. He is still like a one man show there. He is like he's, he's the guy. Yeah, he does a lot. He does everything there, man. He is like busy all the stat stuff that we wish we could do for this, like yeah. as part of this yeah. venture. He's doing it. Oh yeah, he loves he he loves it and is also exhausted by it at the exact same yeah. time. Yeah. <laughs> there is that, that tracks. That tracks. Yeah. yeah. Oh, good, good for him. Yeah. Um, How are you? Arthur? You had to, hold on. You had to work New Year's Day. I go in and cost. I read. I set all the standard costs, all the current costs, and and capture all inventory reports on New Year's Day. So I worked a three and a half ish hour day on New Year's Day. Okay, all right, three hours. I guess that's not too. It's not bad. Too terrible. Uh, were you the only one in? Uh, I was the only one in the office. My uh, the director of costs was working from home, but it was the two of us. Working. Okay, that was it. Okay, man. Uh, Oh my bad. There are Dude. people. There are people in the plant working apparently. Oh sure. But that like nothing happened. So I was like. <laughs> sure. Yeah. Sure. So, so there's like two of us right. in the office. Oh, and I ran to the CFO as I was leaving the office. I was like, oh, ah, there you go. yeah, yeah. Like, good. You're getting out of here. Yes, we're all done. Everything's fine. We're good. He's like, all right, good. <laughs> good. He's probably he's like, all right, great. It makes his job probably a little easier that day too. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Good deal. Yeah, we we did um, Christmas Eve at uh, my uh, wife's. Uh, parents house and then christmas day we started out here with the boys and then afternoon went over to um uh, wife's grandparents house as we always do and then my folks uh, came up the day after christmas uh, my brother the day after that and so I get to spend a couple of days with with them do gifts up there here for for all of, or with all of them so that was nice um and then new year's went over to a friend's house and um the the husband smoked some ribs so that was <laughs> nice. amazing nice. and the boys had a good time so yeah and then new year's day football 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 <laughs> yeah um two games that we're going to talk about later uh-huh. in this episode were that evening and then um just you know all the other football too it was just so much fun um yeah, yeah. so it's always it's that time of year man so yep i love it um but before we get too far so that this this is january 4th mm-hmm. next week we don't we're not sure if we're going to do what the 9th or the 11th not, that, not sure yet <laughs> not sure yet but we're going to have double the millers yes 
Well, my oldest, <laughs> next episode. The oldest younger brother, as I, as, I, as I had to call him, because all my brothers are younger than me. I have four of them, so he's the oldest. Right, your oldest, oldest younger brother. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> my my first right. roommate. <laughs> we 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 lived in the same room for I don't know how many years. It's kind of how it goes when you're a family of five in a three bedroom house. A family of seven in a three bedroom house. You kind of have no choice but to have roommates your whole life. Right, bunk up. So, yeah. and that's all right. Ian. I've already tried. Ian. Yes. Ian. So, like, okay. so you should be remember his name. I, I, <laughs> I was like, I should be able to remember his name. Yeah. Uh, that's funny. Um, you're right. There's no excuse for me to forget his name. Yeah. Um, except for the fact that there's four of them. So. There's four of them. Four of them all, all, all generic English names. Good he, luck. <laughs> Christopher, Ian, Matthew, Alex. Alexander. Yeah. Is this just Alex? Alexander, Alex? yeah, but he goes by Alex. Okay, right? yeah. And Eric. <laughs> and Eric, Eric. Oh, God, I forgot about Eric. I feel so bad. I was like, I, I'm like, I know I'm missing one. That's only three. Um, I said four names, but yeah. one of them was yours. Yeah. Uh, yeah. So, all right. But, yes, uh, Ian is going to be joining us next week when we do our NFL playoff talk. Yep. You're going to get plenty of NFL playoff talk this week, though. So, if that's why you get, came here. That is one of the football scenarios yep. that you'll get to hear one of. That's most of the football <laughs> scenarios that you're going to get to hear. Um, so I guess without further ado, Chris, uh, here, here's kind of the order of events tonight. I know you and I discussed it, but just for our, our listeners, we're going to go through brief NFL standings, yep. and we're, we're doing it briefly because of all the scenarios in the NFL that we're going to talk about. You're pretty much going to figure out where everyone stands in that, yep. so no sense in us going through every single team in each division right. when we're going to talk about the scenarios for each division every team, just yeah. two minutes. So standings will go right in then to potential playoff clinching scenarios for the NFL. And then we are going to round out because that's not the only football going on right now. We do have two games to talk about with the college football playoff from this past week. Talk about the results from those because those were just incredible games to watch. And, um, then we also have the national championship this coming Monday, probably shortly after or right around when this episode goes live, oh. January 8th, 2024. Mm -hmm. So we're going to talk about that. We're going to talk about some storylines there, what's on the line outside of the game. Mm -hmm. So that is what we have coming up. So Chris, why don't you go ahead and lead us in with some standings and then we'll get to just all the craziness of the NFL playoffs. All right. So AFC North standings. Ravens are have clinched the division. They're the ones in the AFC. Been there, done that. AFC South, it's Harry. Jaguars, Colts, Texas, all tied for first place at 9-7. We'll get into that in a little bit. AFC East, the Bills have clinched a playoff spot. My bad. Dolphins have clinched a playoff spot. Our one game have the Bills. We'll get into that a little bit later. The AFC West, the Chiefs have once again, out of how many years in a row, have won the West. They are the AFC West uh, division champions. In the North, the Lions. Yes, the Lions have won the NFC North, as you've heard before, for the first time since 1993. That is 30 dang years ago that they that they last won a NFC uh, division. Actually, they didn't even win the North. They won the Central in 93. The North didn't exist back then. So this is the first time when the NFC North. All right, NFC South. Buccaneers and Saints tied for first place. Falcons right behind them by one game. We'll get into that in a little bit. NFC East, Cowboys and Eagles. Has the same record. Both are in the playoffs. Who has the division? We'll get into that in a little bit. In the West, the Niners have clinched the division and the top seed in the, in the NFC. The Rams are in the playoffs, but that's about all we'll say about them because that's all we can say. They're in the playoffs. That's all we know. 
But there you have it. It a quick rundown of the standings. It's just there's not much, nothing else much to talk to because we're going to do the scenarios right now. So let's get into that, I guess. That is all yeah. I, can say. Yeah. I mean, that was that may be the quickest standings <laughs> we've ever had ever because yeah. we've done baseball, which always takes a, a while, a too. Day. This is, yeah, a year and a day because there's so much to talk about there. Yeah. yeah so, so, all right, man. Hey, there we go. So, quick standings update for the AFC as the as they stand right now. Standing stand, got it. Uh, Ravens, the one seed, they haven't clinched. They're not going anywhere, so they have the bye. The Dolphins are currently leading the AFC East and have clinched a playoff berth. Keep a pin in that for right now. The Chiefs have clinched AFC West and they're the three seed. The Jacksonville Jaguars currently lead the AFC South. They have not yet clinched a playoff spot. Put a pin in that for later. The Cleveland Browns are the fifth seed. They have clinched a playoff berth. They are not going anywhere. They're the five seed. Done. Bills are the sixth seed. Put a pin in that for right now. The Colts are the seventh seed. Put a pin in that for now. <laughs> There's a lot of stuff to put pins into because here come all the scenarios because shenanigans could erupt. So, Tom, do you want to take the AFC East playoff uh, division clinching scenarios because they're the simplest ones to go through? They take like two seconds. Yes. Yes. So, the AFC East. Yeah. Uh, playoff clinching scenarios. The Bills can get in, get in if they win at the Dolphins. <laughs> they win the division. <laughs> if they win the division, yes. Uh, the Dolphins will get in if they beat the Bills. Or Makes tie. sense, yeah. right? Yeah. Or if they tie versus the Bills. Ooh, so there's a lot there. Yeah. <laughs> so if the Bills tie, they're out. Well, they're in the playoffs, so they, not the division. <laughs> another reason to not want to tie yeah. in the NFL. <laughs> right. Um, so that's simple. This this was like a group project where you gave me the easiest thing to do. So. <laughs> You're welcome. <laughs> like, hey, hey, can you just put your name on it? I got that. I got it. Yeah, there you go. Spells so, my name yeah. with a K. <laughs> the AFC East, very simple. It's whoever wins, wins the division. Or if they tie, Dolphins have a one-game lead, they get the division. Simple. AFC South, we get a little bit hairy. So we start with the Jaguars who are currently in first place due to tiebreakers. If they beat the Titans, they clinch the division. If they tie in the Titans and the Texans and Colts end in a tie, they clinch the division. So they need to win or get a tie and have the other game tie. Clear, clear as mud? Good. Colts win the division. If they beat the Texans and the Jaguars lose to the Titans. Simple enough. They need to win. The Jags need to lose. Now they can win the division if they tie the Texans and the Jaguars lose. So, yeah, they, so it's still pretty simple, sort okay, of. Okay, yeah, I'm, now, I'm following. The, now, the Texans win the division if they beat the Colts and the Jaguars lose or tie to the Titans. So they kind of need – the Jaguars lose or tie, and they need to win. So it's like Texans-Colts are pretty much fighting each other right now, tooth and nail, for whoever right. – they go up against each other. They can determine their own fates in that game. Jaguars beat the Titans, and they make this a whole lot simpler. So – for simplicity's sake, Jaguars that would, that would. to keep it going to keep this thing right. That or just don't so tie. far, it's it's like if if one of the if the Jaguars win, it's simple. It's the AFC East, if either team wins, it's over. So it's like, all right, we just need, need two wins, right. two wins. Jags and Bills or Dolphins don't care. Yep. So keep it simple. Now the AFC playoff burst, we're going to get a little bit more complicated. Tom, you, oh, I'll boy. let you take the. You want me to take? You want to take the Colts one? I'll give you something that has a quick, simple scenario. I need a little I'll more. take whatever you want me yeah. to take. All right, I'll take, I'll take the Bills because the Bills is a more complicated one. Right now, 
they have a hundred percent chance to make the playoffs with a win. So they beat the Dolphins, they win the division, they're yeah. in the playoffs. So it's easy, easy, <laughs> super simple. Right, because that's how they win the division. Yeah. Sorry, yeah. that's yeah, yeah, I know. But, that's like hundred percent chance to make it in if they win. Yeah, because they win, they win the, the division. division. Yeah, I know. Yeah, these are this is for and this is for NFL.com. This is from the, oh, oh, their yeah. stats powered by Amazon. They get that in there. Although I'm probably get sued if I don't say that. But <laughs> kidding. Uh, they still can make the playoffs with a loss. Sixty-four percent chance with the loss. How do they do that? The well, the Steelers need to lose or tie. The Jags need to lose or tie. Or the Texans cold game ends in a tie. So essentially, they can lose and then someone else loses or ties and they make the playoffs. So, Bills are pretty much in the playoffs. It's not a done deal, but it's still a very good chance. Jaguars now, they're clinching scenarios. They can clink, they have 100% chance with the win. Remember, they win the division if they win their game. <laughs> Simple. Now they lose. Yeah, yeah. Now, now they lose. They have a 22% chance to make the playoffs. So the scenarios get a lot less likely. So, if they tie at the Titans and the Steelers lose or tie, they make the playoffs. Now, if they lose, they need the Steelers to lose, the Broncos to lose or tie, and the Texans and Colts do not end in a tie. So they need a whole lot of stuff to go right for them to make the playoffs. So essentially, Jaguars win and you're in. Simple. Tom, you want to take the Texans and the Colts? Those two are like simple, easy peasy. There are two options here. I think I can handle it. <laughs> I think I can handle it. All right. So the Colts, 100% chance of making the playoffs if they win. We did kind of talk about that if you know if they win and Who's the Jaguars team? lose, yeah. mm-hmm. then they, they win the division. Mm-hmm. So, but here's the other part: zero percent chance of making the playoffs with a loss. <laughs> Done. So they have everything riding on making or on winning next week. Um, and so so here's what happened: the uh, win versus Texans gets them in. Tie versus the Texans and the Steelers lose or tie, so it's not just a hundred percent or a hundred or nothing, right? Well, it seems it, it, because that's it, like yeah, ties are so hard. Ties are so hard. The Steelers lose or tie, it just and the Jaguars have to lose. Like that's a lot, and it's not, it's not all likely going to. Win your game. <laughs> yeah. Or sorry, I was looking at Jaguars. Yeah, yeah. uh, tie versus Texans and Steelers versus tie. That's another one. Yeah. So, but anyway, um, moving on to the Texans, very similar. Yeah. 100% chance of making the playoffs with a win, 0% chance if they lose. So the, one, the way they make it in, beat the Colts. Pretty simple. Um, or tie with the Colts and the Jags lose and the Steelers lose or tie. Uh, uh, <laughs> Yeah. Just do the whole uh, Tim Taylor yeah. there, because uh, yeah. yeah, yeah. No, no clue what's going. On. Just, yeah. that's like, I feel like by the end of this, we're gonna look like that. That Charlie Day, I think it's from. Uh, it's always sunny, where he's like, yeah, he's got all the things on the board and he's just like looking crazy. Yeah, like, yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. That, that, that's yeah. Me, that, so that's me. That's the, that's the that's the thumbnail for this one. Yeah, <laughs> yeah pretty much. That, that's that. That's me for this whole episode. I love this stuff. So. The Steelers now. This is where we get to the long list of oh things that can happen. This is a shopping list. Yeah. So they have a 63% chance of making the playoffs with a win. So even if they win, not good odds, but they still have a chance. A right. 14% right. chance of the loss. So they can still lose and get in. But the list is long. So here's the list. They need to beat the Ravens and the Bills lose to make the playoffs. Or they can beat the Ravens and the Jaguars lose or tie and make the playoffs. Or they can beat the Ravens and the Texans and Colts tie and make the playoffs. Or they can tie at the Ravens and the Jaguars lose 
and the Texans Colts doesn't end in a tie, type of the pause. And the final scenario, the fifth one, they can lose the game. The Jaguars need to lose. Denver needs to win, and the Texans Colts does not end in a tie. You got all that? <laughs> no. <laughs> and it's right in front of me. <laughs> There's a lot. Of, they need a lot to go right to make the playoffs. Essentially, they need to win, and teams need to lose. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Win again. It's simple. Win your game and hope someone else loses. But that, yep. that, that's that, yeah. <laughs> so that, that should pretty much be the goal. Yeah, that's how that's goes. So AFC State. Uh, we won't go back through them all because there's too many of them to go back no, through. No, no, we, we are can not. Play back to play this back to hear them all again because there's a lot. The NFC is yeah, just just like skip back about five or ten minutes, or five or seven minutes. <laughs> And slow it down. Just like play it on half speed. Yeah. The Colts might get in. Yeah. 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 If they win, that if was the simple win, one. Win. That's the easy one to remember, people. Yeah. I mean, so. Texans Colts. Right. Texans Colts do or die. Winner gets in. It's like the it's like the Chargers Raiders game. We we remember that game that almost ended a tie. Mm. Almost had Steelers fans lose their nut because they were going to miss a playoffs because they were going to tie. It's like oh they yeah. Right. We're not going to. So, so NFC no. standings. Here's where they currently are. The Niners have clinched the one seed. We're done there. The Cowboys have clinched the playoff berth and currently lead the NFC East. So they're in the plus. We don't know where they're landing seed-wise yet. The Lions have clinched the NFC North. They're the three seed. They can go up to two if things fall, but we're not going to get into that. That's just that's just seeding nonsense that we don't need to get into. The Buccaneers are currently lead the NFC South. The Eagles have clinched the playoff berth, but they're, they're, they're down on tiebreakers to the Cowboys. We'll get into that in a little bit. The Rams are having to play a spot. They're in. They're just. It's just seeding at this point for them. They're in, though. The evil green and yellow team, the Hells from Green Bay, Wisconsin, is the current seven seed. We will get into that one because there's a fun one for us coming up. It, so, Tom, do you want to take the NFC East scenarios? They're kind of simple. They're the, again, simple. There's, a, there's only two. There's, there's only so two. I think, yeah. Yes. All right. So, the NFC East, the Cowboys, they get in if with a win. Or no, this is to win the division, win right? Win the division, yep. Win the division. I can't even keep track. Uh, win the division with a win at the Commanders, or if the Eagles lose to the Giants, mm-hmm. or if the Cowboys tie at the Commanders and the Eagles tie with the Giants. So when you're in, lose your lose you might you still help. be in. Yeah. Lose you need help. Tie you need a tie. <laughs> So, I mean, tie, you need a tie or a loss, yeah. but I mean, a loss gets you in anyway. Right. So, um, all right. The Eagles get in if they beat the Giants and if the Cowboys lose or tie. Yeah. So, basically, they're praying for a loss or a tie either way. Yep. And and if they win, that's what they need. So, very little chance – or, sorry, not get in. Win the division. Win I need to clarify. Yeah. Um, so, or they – win the division if they tie at the Giants and the Cowboys lose. So Cowboys lose and they they win or tie, Eagles win the division. Yep. So simple. The Eagles need to win. If the Eagles tie and the Cowboys do um tie. anything but lose, then the Cowboys still get the division. Yep. So, so. It's simple. Win your game, you have a chance. It's, it, right. It's got can't name of the game. NFC South a little less uh, four, uh, four, but it's still rather four. The Buccaneers win the division if they beat the hapless Panthers. Okay, this should be an easy goal to have. Now they can tie the Panthers and get mocked into eternity for that, and they need the Saints to lose or tie. <laughs> now the Saints 
can win the division if they beat the Falcons and the Buccaneers lose or tie to the Panthers. Or if they tie at the Falcons and the Buccaneers lose to the Panthers. Again, Buccaneers lose to the Panthers. Low, low odds. They're the Panthers. They gave the Bears the one seed, the number one pick. Again, thank you, Carolina, for sucking. Now, the Falcons. They can win the division if they beat the Saints and the Buccaneers lose to the Panthers. So the Falcons are rather straightforward. Win and they need the Bucks to lose. It's simple. But Bucks win and we have no more series to talk about. It's game over. You've won the division. That's how this works. So let's keep it simple, people. Tom, do you want to take the, the Bucks playoff uh, berth odds? Because it's rather simple. And it's a, it's a, it's a, it's a yeah. quick rundown. Oh, damn. Right yeah, so this is just playoff berth, not winning the, the division. But the Bucks. 100% man, chance of making the playoffs if they win. Yeah. 0% chance of making it with they lose. I feel like you've just given me, you know, like a true false yeah. question. <laughs> yeah. And and the answer is like, it yeah. <laughs> is very obvious. Yeah. It's like true or false. Does this word spell true? Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> um, so anyway, T-R-U. Yeah. Hey, way off on the right side, but anyway, uh, they if they win at the Panthers, make the playoffs. If they tie at the Panthers and the Seahawks lose, and the evil green and yellow team loses or ties, they get in. So, there's so many okay, so either they win, so they win, they're in. If they lose, then they are depending on three other teams to do things. Or, or I guess tying. I guess lose. sorry if they, if they can't lose. Sorry, that's what I'm, yeah. I mean. They tie at the Panthers. Yeah, they need help. Then they need help from two other teams. Yep. And the Seahawks lost, and pa- Packers yeah. lost or a tie. <laughs> yeah, I know. All right, uh, excuse my swearing. <laughs> All right, the Saints. I did. I, apparently, it didn't save the odds for that one, so I will pull those up quickly from NFL.com. The Saints oh yeah, make what the, am I gonna do with uh, Saints, the odds here? Yeah. The, the, the Saints make the playoffs with a fifty percent have a fifty percent chance of making the playoffs with a win. They have a zero percent chance if they lose. Simple enough. So even if they win, they need a lot of help. So they yep. can make the playoffs if they win at the Falcons and the Bucks lose or tie to the Panthers because that's how they win the division. They can make the playoffs if they win at the Falcons and the Seahawks lose or tie and the Evil Green and Yellow Team lose or tie. Or they can tie the Falcons and Seahawks lose and Evil Green Yellow Team lose. So they need help. They cannot lose. If they lose, they're done. Season's over with. The Falcons as well have a rather simple playoff picture as well. It, but, uh, but it's very bad odds. If they win, 36% chance of making the playoffs. So still not good. If they lose, yeah. they're out. So do it. it doesn't do it. matter. They, they need help. So they need to win at the same and the Bucks to lose to the Panthers. Again, like I said, Bucks lose the Panthers are very low odds. That's why it's like, you win 36% chance. Good luck to you. Good luck to you. Yeah. All right, now, the evil green yellow Oh, my team, gosh. Who are the current cur- cur- You thought the, the Steelers <laughs> had a long list, boy. Yeah. Tell you. They have a lot of options. So, now, they play the Bears Week 18. If they beat the Bears, which they do routinely, they make the playoffs guaranteed. Now, if they lose the Bears, which would be fantastic for Bears fans everywhere, if we pull the Lions and knock them out of the playoffs, but they still that would be fantastic. But they I still would, have a sixteen percent chance. My wife would kick me out of the house. <laughs> yeah, kicked out the house immediately. <laughs> out, of the, out of the family, you know yeah, if they're yeah, all yeah. they're oh, all yeah. Yeah. Out of the family. 
So, but if they lose, they still have a 16% chance of making the playoffs. So, because here's the longest list of scenarios for them: make the playoffs with a win versus the Bears. Now, if they tie the Bears, they need the Seahawks to lose or tie, and the Saints to lose or tie, or they tie the Bears and Seahawks lose and Buccaneers lose, or they tie the Bears and Seahawks tie and Buccaneers lose. They make the playoffs that way. Now, they can lose the game. And they would need the Vikings to lose or tie, and the Seahawks to lose, and the Buccaneers to lose. Or they can lose the game, and the Vikings lose or tie, and the Seahawks lose, and the Saints lose. So they have six different scenarios to make the playoffs. <laughs> the oh easiest, they're, they're, the, the best solution to all this is for them to lose so the, so the Bears fans start dancing that we end their season. But for the, yes. if, if you're a fan of the Evil Green Yellow team, your simple solution is to beat the Bears. However, yes. we, we as Bears fans are vindictive and we want you to lose and feel our pain. So Obviously. So, yeah. so, <laughs> so that's what we'll be rooting for. No hard feelings, except there are hard feelings. All, all, all the hard feelings. <laughs> now, Let's be honest. All the hard, yeah, feelings. All feelings. Now, the Seahawks, there's there's still two more teams left we have to talk about because there's no, it, right. never, yeah, it never ends. The Seahawks have a 44% chance of making the playoffs with a win. So still they win, no, no shot. And a zero percent chance if they lose. How do they get in? They need to beat the Colonels and the Evil Green Yellow team to lose to the Bears or or tie to the Bears, or they can tie the Cardinals and the Evil Green Yellow team lose and the Buccaneers lose or tie, or they can tie the Colonels and the Evil Green Yellow team lose and the Saints lose or tie. Again, they need to win and, and or and get help. So again, not good odds. The Vikings, yeah. who are the 10 seed, have a 10% chance of making the playoff with so the you're saying there's a chance. 10% chance with a win, a 0% chance with a loss. Why is that? Because they need to beat the Lions, who have nothing to play for except for maybe the number two seed. And they need the green, evil green yellow team to lose to the Bears, the Seahawks to lose to the Colonels, and the Saints to lose to the Falcons. Got that? <laughs> they need everyone to lose. Or they can beat, beat the Lions. And the Evil Green, Green and Yellow team lose to the Bears, and the Seahawks lose to the Crowns, and the Bucks lose to the Panthers. Again, they need to win and get lots of help. <laughs> a lot of help. So, yeah, there's a chance, just not very good odds. It's like a, it's like a very bad parlay. It's like, uh, yeah, we need, I need uh, five, I need to, this team to win, this guy to go and, for 100 yards, and then th- and then score 70 t- 75 points. All right. Good luck. I. I, I, I... Imagine the payout on that, though. Like, <laughs> some guy bets $100 on the Vikings. They make the playoffs. He I'm, retires at 26. I might just cook 10 Gs on that one. I'm mean, going to be honest oh, with you. Yeah. Oh, my gosh. All right. There you so, have it. If you are, if you have a clear idea of what is happening after listening to us, Good luck. Go get help. Because <laughs> we don't know what's going on and we're the speakers. Yeah. So um, that yeah. that like saying clear as mud yeah. is like yeah. an insult to mud. I can say, I'll simplify this for you guys. Here are the teams that control their destiny. So you guys the yes. Bills, Dolphins, Jags, Colts, and Texans control their destinies in the AFC. Why they win their games, they clinch the division or right. they clinch the playoffs. They're simple. They win and they're in. In the NFC, the Cowboys, Bucks, and the Evil Green Yellow team control their fate. Everyone else is up is up in the air. So those are your teams that control their own destinies. Everyone else is kind of hoping for help. 
Yep. Support Pretty like much. a gimmick. It's sorry, guys. That's that, it. That's, that's, that really is. Like, I mean, if you've been listening and trying to follow along, yeah, that is really as simple as we can get. So thank you, Chris, for 20 minutes of putting scenarios. that all together. 20 minutes of scenarios. Yeah, that's <laughs> – I love it. Had, more than half of it was me just going like, oh, <laughs> yeah. like no. I always want to get bored oh and just matrix all this out so we see all the possibilities on one giant board. It would be. I'm gonna need you to wall. then wear. I'm, I'm gonna need you to then like leave leave the neck beard a little bit. Fret well, frazzle what's left of the hair. Yeah, um, <laughs> frazzle. And and just kind of like. Crazy because <laughs> yeah, that's the crazy. exactly like you know red strings, all that's going. That, that's exactly like the, the Charlie Day. <laughs> like you're gonna live it one day if you do that. This is like just, just like how I lived the uh, rental car yes. Seinfeld. Like, <laughs> yes. You're gonna live that yes. one day when you when you actually like flesh it out on a board oh. um, and watch football day. Like, oh, this and watch football day. You're just, and you're just gonna be you're like moving things around yeah. moving tiles it's almost like you just get an abacus yeah. of every team yeah. is yeah. we start here this we start team. here we need to be... and, and oh, no, this goes here this goes no, this team won this means all these are now yep. goodbye yep not nowhere i i want you to record that on video because i would have that on a loop watching it over and over just like <laughs> watching your mind work and then eventually melt. Yeah, as, oh no, oh my goodness, this team won. We have problems. All the snares are in play. Oh no, oh no, oh no. Starts throwing pins <laughs> off the wall. Yeah. All right. So, little, so we're gonna, gonna move outside of the football round. No, just kidding. We are moving outside of the NFL yeah. now. Um, college football national championship is. This coming Monday, January 8th, 2024, for those who are listening in the future, um, <laughs> it is at 6.30 p.m. Central Standard Time, the best time zone in all the land, yes, at a new college football champion will be crowned. It will not be Georgia. anyone recent. It, will, it won't be Georgia. For the third time have, For the third time. It won't be LSU. It won't be Bama. Oh, spoiler alert. <laughs> um, <laughs> but... I'm so happy. <laughs> I am so happy. I did not care about the second game, but I cared so much about the first. And I historically haven't been a huge fan of Michigan. No, you're not. <laughs> but I said go blue. No. Um, all right. So next Monday we have the number two Washington Huskies undefeated at um, number one yeah. Michigan Wolverines also undefeated in Houston, Texas. Um, and you're probably wondering, how did we get here? How did Washington get here? Yes. Because it's Washington <laughs> out of the Slack 12. Yeah. <laughs> um, so here's here's how Washington got there. They won the Pac-12 in its final season of existence. Now that. Not an incredibly hard feat. Yes. <laughs> I mean, outside of Oregon, kind of giving them some trouble. Yeah, not, too, not too difficult. Not too difficult. And then, oh my gosh. Shootout. This game, absolute barn burner figure Texas. Uh, they defeated number three Texas, who was well-deserved of being in the playoff. You know where this is going to go in a few minutes. But 37-31 to 31 in the Sugar Bowl. And 
it got real close. So um, Texas scored uh, with just a few minutes left, and then um, Washington Washington got the ball back, and then I think there, there was a, a turnover, a turnover on downs. Texas got the ball back with under a minute to go. I want to say there was 39 seconds maybe or 40 seconds, something like that. It was very, very little time, like definitely under two minutes. I want to think it was under, under a minute. I have to look back again. And they drove the length of the field. They were in the red zone, knocking on the door. So keep in mind, 37-31 was the final. Mm-hmm. Texas scores touchdown. They tie the game. Extra point wins it. That's how much, that's how close it was. They're inside the red zone, four incomplete passes. Two of them in the end zone, very, very close. Like it was, I mean, some of them, it it was just like a last second hand from the defender gets in there. Like, man, it was really tight. So Washington played hard, but they they definitely, they earned that win because, I mean, it it was back and forth for a long time. Great game to watch. I I wasn't going to watch, like, uh, Washington was up two scores um, late in the game, and I was getting ready to go to bed. And then Texas scored. I'm like, oh man, all right, it's uh, interesting. There we go. So, um, yes, so well deserved to Washington for that. Now, Michigan survived a cheating scandal that, their, uh, that got their head coach, Jim Harbaugh, um, future coach of the Bears, uh, sorry, uh, yeah, suspended for, for four games. Yeah this year um so that that was kind of the distractor off the field but they won the big 10 for the third straight season they're just they're hot um and uh obviously they've had jj mccarthy that he who was in the uh heisman conversations for a while there um very yes very well-rounded ball player um i'll say and uh, I did like how, at, at, you know, at the end of the game, he did give um, glory to God, which I, I like seeing that on that platform that they're choosing to, because um, it's much better than, um, you know, not being able to put three words together. So, right. um, I just, I, I appreciated that. Seems like a good kid. Seemed genuine. So, some people probably are like, oh, no, he's just saying that for himself. He's still saying it. So, uh, I mean, on that stage, there's worse things to be said. Let me just put it that way. Oh, yep. <laughs> um, so, but Michigan beat number four, Alabama. I have not been happier with a football game that involved two teams I don't care about <laughs> at all. You despise. That I like two teams that I really just like. I mean, if I could have it my way, Michigan wouldn't have been in there any either. <laughs> well, <laughs> personally, right, right. but um, Alabama, who let's all agree, didn't no. should should not have been there. Nope, they, they, they did not did not belong in the top four. FSU although although um, FSU did get their absolute. S handed to them. Yeah, but uh, S is not they, not they, ASS's, but, they, but S's. But they, have, um, they, they have forty guys opt out of that game. They were playing with their third. Which is that? But let's also think though, if they're if they're in the playoff hunt, maybe not so many guys opt out. Oh, they, the whole team probably plays in that playoff. Probably, game. probably yeah. yes. Um, but 
uh, we, we, I, I've talked till I was blue in the face about how Alabama was so undeserving of being yeah. in the playoff. So for them to lose, just I, I love seeing. <laughs> I love seeing. Anytime I see Alabama lose, I love it. But to see them lose a game that they shouldn't have been in to begin with just makes it so much sweeter. So um, Michigan beats Alabama in overtime, 27 to 20 in the Rose Bowl. And I did not get to watch that game until overtime. Oh, jeez. Like I was, I was doing the game cast on my phone while I was putting my kids to bed. And I was like, well, so who's got the ball? I'm trying to refresh every time. And, and so for, for Alabama to not score on the two yard line, Ooh. On their own, on on the, the Michigan two yard line, oh my or five. I guess they were on the five. They fumbled um, on the two, and uh, then uh, Michigan took takes a knee um, on on their own two one yard line, um, sending it into overtime. So I'm like doing having the the anxious part when I can't even see it on screen, right. um, and then Alabama wins the toss, likes to uh, see the ball second. Michigan, I, I think it was two plays. They score. Touchdown game. Touchdown. Touchdown. Yes. Um, which now is not an automatic win because both teams get their get their shot. Right. Yeah, two um, Bama. I mean, there was there were some penalties involved that, uh, you know, but um, it got them a little bit closer, and they were inside the five yard line, and Michigan just stonewalled defense. Oh, it, was, it, was, it was fantastic to see. And so once once they got stuffed on that last play, I was like, I, I was like ready to run around like I was a Michigan fan. Like that's how excited <laughs> I was. But I'm like, my kids are asleep. And, ah, I cannot scream, but I want to. Um, so that was, it was amazing to watch. Um, so for this to be the playoff uh, that we had, incredible games that we worked with. So just I, I think – albeit that it was Alabama in the game to have exciting playoff games like that was you know, almost storybook like. So Absolutely. love it. Uh, uh, did you see the memes going around about how it, it took Tom Reese 10 years to finally beat Alabama? Cause he's the OC of Alabama. He's the OC yeah, of Alabama. So, so ten, beat themselves. Yeah, so 10 years to beat Alabama. It's like old Notre Dame joke. <laughs> Just, I, and that was also another thing is like, he left, he left Notre Dame to go to, to Alabama. And you know what? I mean, yeah. OC job. Yeah. Sure. Big, right. big deal. Probably making big money. I don't, yeah. I don't care. Um, but I was also like, you left us man, right in the middle of the other coaching changes and yada, yada. It was like, you, you don't need to win this one. <laughs> Not, not, the, not your first one. Not your first one. You can't, you can't you gotta, you gotta make it interesting, you know? Um, so one of the storylines coming out of um, this national championship game that we have coming on Monday is, and I kind of alluded to it uh, just a little bit ago, is this going to be Jim, Har's, Jim Harbaugh's excuse me, final game as the Michigan head coach for a multitude of reasons? Would he be going to another program? Would he be going to the NFL? Good chance. The, the, Would he be going to the Bears? Not good chance. Unfortunately, because Eberflus has done enough to save his job in all likelihood, and the yeah, the only the only solace is that poll that is now come out in reporting polls did not select Eberflus as the head coach. He was picked for him by George McCaskey and the now no longer president of the team, Ted Phillips. 
So Eberflus is not Pulse's guy. So Pulse is still getting rid of him, but if they beat Green Bay, they go 8-9, and he rates the ship after losing two assistant head coaches, two assistant coaches, and having all that mess around him. To go 8-9, and the team still play hard and still play together, they might just keep him because of that. Like You can survive that, that mess. You can survive that. And I, I think... Now you might need to fire the OC, but my, that's another. All right, I was gonna say like we can't another, can't say that the that the Bears are gonna end up in twenty twenty four with the same coaching no, staff entirely, but, no, but it, maybe the maybe the head coach maybe Eberflus sticks around. Right. Um, hopefully they would be smart enough to just do a short term contract. It, he's still got two years left on his, his contract still. So oh right, well, yeah, a, so. Yeah, so next year, so at least you have the option to get rid of him next year. Yeah. Or the year after. Well, yeah, usually uh, so. you'll keep a coach into his last year of his contract. The lame duck coach usually is a dead coach. So it's it, it how it's viewed by teams. Like, so we'll find out next year for sure if right. he's the coach or not. But this year, I think he's going to hold on. As long as the Bears don't poop the bed like, like they did in week one. Exactly. So, all right. So Harbaugh potentially going in the, the NFL. Oh. Um, good chance of that. A uh, little chance that that would be with the Bears, uh, his former former team, yep, correct? Yep. Yeah, he was the yeah. um, former quarterback of the Bears. So, um, but two the two quarterbacks uh, for you know, Washington and Michigan have a lot riding on this game as well. Personally, outside of a national title, right. um, Michael Penix Jr. is. Uh, one of the top names uh, among draft picks, especially overall, but specifically with quarterbacks. So is he going – this is his chance um, to really shine and show his worth uh, in a high-pressure situation, um, one that at the beginning of the season, at least especially preseason, um, Washington was not exactly predicted to be in this position. Um, he was among, among the talks for the Heisman. Um, for a while, uh, personally, I think I, I like him, um, you know, a lot better than some others that were on that list. We'll just, you know, keep it there. But this is his chance to cement himself as a top five quarterback in this year's draft and potentially a first round pick. So, I, I mean, lefty quarterback though. I mean, how did how do NFL teams feel about that? And I, I, I mean, who was the last lefty quarterback to have a lot of success in? the NFL uh, Steve, that we could compare him to oh, compare him to uh, 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 or, or just, you know, Steve Young, who's someone that is Steve, is Young, Steve Young is like the style where you have the running ability and the throwing ability uh, Tua is more of a pocket pass or, or what's a Tua, but Tua needed a lot of stuff to go right. Like getting the right head right. coach, getting a lot of players on, on the, on the team. But yeah, Steve Young is the last guy I can think of. Because yeah. Of, uh, like, uh, yeah, right, and, and like that, that was not to say it'd be a knock on yeah. on, on two of it, like you know, a a long career, a long career. Um, so, so Steve Young, that's uh, that's one Mark of those guys. Now had a long career, but Mark Brunel also was a sort of like five six years. Then he became back up in Washington rather mm-hmm. quickly. So, so uh, that's kind of just to say that. I mean, I think almost simply by being a lefty alone, there's some there's some odds against him. Um, just because there's not a lot of history that would, you know, support right. his his left lefty um, arm. Not that that is a necessarily a bad thing at all. Flip the whole offense, right? Especially the old. But offense. yes, you, you just you don't have as much of a a 
uh, sample size to, to look at in the NFL for success because, you know, 99% of the quarterbacks are righties and, and that's what most offenses are built off of because that's what most quarterbacks are. So now because of uh, he has the running ability in addition to the um, great arm and incredible accuracy at distance too. Um, we saw that in this last game against Texas. So I think if he has an uh, incredible, if he wins this game and he puts on a show, I do think he moves himself into the first round pick and a top five quarterback. If he puts on a great game and Washington loses, that's where I'm not so sure just because by winning the game that shows that, you know, he's gone the distance, he's won the big deal um, and he's done everything right to get himself there. So I don't know I, that it might not be enough, but I do think that him being in this game alone gets him a little bit closer and a little bit, uh, not, he's not going to be a first, top pick. He's not going to be the number one pick, no. but it gets him closer to maybe that first round money. Yeah. Um, uh, I looked at the scouting reports before I put this list together. Just to get an idea where guys are landing right now. Penix is right now the fifth quarterback in most boards. He's right now considered the 30th best pick. So he's right at the edge of the first round. And it just depends on whose quarterback needy in late in the round who wants to get him as a first round pick. It's kind of dicey. He's dropped so far because he once was like the number three quarterback nipping the heels of Drake May and Kilburn. He's now falling behind Bo Nix and um Jaden Daniels so it's kind of like mm-hmm. I think when TJ Moore look at him it's his arm delivery people are worried about it's, it's, yeah. a little, it's a little funky which is which scares teams which which I'll which I'll, I'll delve into this later on because that usually scares me if it's a little funky I get a little bit uh, if and and by funky and I will admit I haven't watched his motion watch, a lot. Like, does it does it drop a little to, bit? Kind of like almost uh, Tebow esque. I had to watch the film to see if it's more like a three quarters where it's like quick release, like okay. quick, quick drop down and up. I did, Got it. Well, I think it. funky. I think it's like a quick drop and up like this. Like a, uh, sorry. Mm. Like, you're you're out of frame. I, I know. Like, my hands out of frame. I can't do it. It's like a down and up like this. So. Oh, okay, yeah, okay, gotcha. Like, not gotcha. like fold down, but I would expect it's something like quick, a quick up, or he's throwing like. Like a Phil Burrow's like three quarters push something. Got it. Okay. That's what when I hear funky, I think of that. I don't think of okay. like a full baseball throw. They would like the like, like the the Tebow big the, swing. The, the, Tebow, that the just... Tebow baseball throw, the Fields baseball the, the, throw. Oh, yeah. the cricket throw. Yeah, that was yeah. a Tebow cricket. Like, Tebow even, took forever. Full bowl. Yeah, it took forever. Like, like but, even Fields drops his hands sometimes. It's not even yeah. close to the Tebow. It's a full on cricket throw. Right. The ball's down right. his down his knees. Going back up to over his head and then throwing it. It's like, yeah. it took too long. Now, another quarterback with a lot on the line, we've got Michigan's quarterback, JJ McCarthy. This is his chance to up his stock from being a second round pick yep. to a first round pick. He, I mean, I, I don't think that um, he necessarily would be no. a, a top five quarterback, no. but this is, he's also one of those borderline guys, depending on who is quarterback needy, right around that, uh, that end of the, the, first round. So this is his chance to go from maybe an early to, um, you know, first third, first quarter of the second round to maybe the end of the first round. Again, solidifying some of that, that better um, signing money uh, for a guy that has shown that again, he's, he's been successful all year. He's led this team amidst controversy and still gotten to the big game. So if he can, uh, put on a, a, a great game and um, not to make too many errors and again, show that, that arm strength, that accuracy. If he puts it all together and Michigan wins, I do think that there's a chance that he, he bumps himself up. But then if he, if he doesn't, 
then there might be those teams that say, well, you know what, we can get him next round for a little bit cheaper. Right. And unfortunately for him, because he's like I've already talked about, great guy, good quarterback. I think he's got a lot of potential. Um, but he's again borderline like Penix of if he does or doesn't have that game, is you know he'll swing one direction or another. Right. Uh, he's a little smaller. That's part of his problem. He's he got a lot of arm talent. You can see he has the arm to throw in the NFL. He has the action to throw in the NFL. He does make some crazy decisions. Like oh my gosh, what the heck are you doing throwing across the body, running the opposite way? Like uh, yeah, please don't do that. Uh, but so that's part of the problem. But he also could get like that. Lamar Jackson style thing where someone trades up to 32 to get him just to get that fifth year of control. Because if you get him in the second sure. round, you only get four years. First round, you get five You get five years. So that's why it's like this game could mean so much more for him to get up to mm-hmm. that. Someone mm-hmm. just says, well, maybe we get that extra year of control. We can have him develop for two years and then start years three, four, five. And we have him under contract for that. So I don't think he'll go up to the first round, but it's that opportunity to showcase he can play at that level. That. Right now, I think he's like the number seven quarterback on most, most big boards and somewhere around top 50 uh, overall player. So, again, second and third, second round in terms of talent, maybe third round in terms of when you get drafted just because of how teams draft players. Some of these quarterbacks fall past the first round into the third round because the second round teams usually right. get the receivers, corners, O-line who fell out of the first round. The teams went after the quarterback so heavy in the first round. So, there's a lot of talent available in the second round. So, it, Yep, it, and it, we will yeah. – we will talk even more about the draft when we get a little bit yes. closer. There's already, <laughs> some, there's already some rumors flying around, man. Um, there, I mean, there have been, but there, I mean, outside of these two guys, there's just like every possible scenario um, you can think of even more than the shopping list we talk about for the NFL playoffs. But one last question that uh, we need to answer and that will be answered on Monday is, is this the revenge of the Pac-12? Yes. The Pac-12 has pretty much just been split. Yep. Um, not pretty much. It has been it split. Been. It, it, it's all over the place. Um, will not exist after this year as, as we know it. Um, and up to this point, I mean, and even, you know, last year, you and I referred to it basically as the Power Four and the Pac-12. Yeah, pretty much. Um, <laughs> it, because, I mean, the Pac-12 has never – not recently within the last decade truly been competitive no. um outside of oregon yeah occasional occasionally oh all right oregon usc washington ucla washington yeah. but like as far as like, getting close and, and really like yeah. uh consistently being part of conversations oregon usc maybe ucla maybe washington yeah. um outside of that no one's really i mean no, no one is in the conversations to beat Alabama, no. to beat Georgia, no. LSU, Oklahoma. Um, so th- this, I, I think this would be because everybody has doubted them for years. Mm-hmm. And so if they, if Washington wins this, this is their chance to say, hey, we were still in this conference when it existed as in its current state. And we Went out and we beat everybody else. And now I got the so, Big Ten. That right. the Big Ten, which is considered like the one, like is SEC and Big Ten are the Big Two. And then yes. Yes. Then the ACC, Big Twelve are like the are lesser, but they're still bigger than everyone else. And then it's the right. Pac Twelve, and then it's everybody else. So I was like, they beat a Big Two conference. Oh boy, oh boy. That would be, that'd be huge. That'd be vengeance, especially especially against the team that has won the conference yeah. in the Big Ten. Yes. For the last three years, like you, not only of the you know, to one of the two best conferences right. in the 
nation, but the best team of one of those two yeah, best conferences. Absolutely. So um, you're right. Like this, I, I think this is their chance. So, but if they lose, it's not to say that they yeah. haven't been successful. I think they've already proven the revenge, the revenge of the Pac-12 just by being here in this game. Mm-hmm. But by winning, they're kind of solidifying that they were something in a nothing conference. Yep, absolutely. I absolutely agree. This is an excellent storyline. So you have the, the, the Michigan versus everybody, and you have the Pac-12 versus everybody. It's like, hang on a second. You, you both think everyone's against you because everyone is against both of you. It's like, this is fantastic. Yep. It's, it's a fantastic storyline. They, they both have the it's us against the world mentality. It is us against the world. Not like it's yep. Georgia. It was like, well, they're Georgia. They, they kind of are very good at football. In Georgia, it's just kind of like yeah. everybody exists they in our world. Lost, they haven't lost in three years. <laughs> yeah, they're really good at the football. They they lost the first time in three years to Alabama. They're good at the football. Right. If it was Georgia, we'd say, yeah, it, it, it's, that's Georgia. They're going to win. That's Georgia. That's, they're, they're gonna <laughs> it's win. Georgia. They're gonna win. Yeah. But it is not Georgia, yeah. so we don't have to talk about that. Oh, man, we talked a lot of football. So one thing we do know is – the NFL will happen this weekend, and then it will be it will be followed by just an incredible national championship game. I think. Hopefully, it's a, a incredibly hopefully. Hopefully, it lives up to it. Yeah. I don't want to I don't want to see zero defense, but I also don't want to see all defense and no scoring because yeah. obviously we have two very capable quarterbacks yeah. with their chance to shine. So I want to see equal parts, um, you know, solid stone wall. Air Force or what was it, air traffic control yeah. in the secondary, but then I also want to see just pigskin slinging yeah. from the other side of the football. So, good 31 28 score would be a good game. That'd be nice. That'd be that's, nice. That's, yeah. that's, that's low score for college football, but it's a high, it's a high score enough game that keeps NFL fans like me happy, right? Yeah. Right. So, all right. all right, man, we did it, we got through it. <laughs> Absolutely. So, like all of you, probably the tens and Tens of people listen to ridiculous takes and on all the NFL scenarios and the college football championship game, or if you are a job, or the national championship game in air quotes because he is not very he is boycotting this game because of Florida. He State. doesn't Florida State not in the oh know, because Florida. Well, you know what? I'm I'm with him on yeah, on you know Florida State. Yeah. You know should have been been in there, um, and I probably would have been boycotting the yeah. game if if Alabama was yeah. in this game. <laughs> yeah, so he's that, I'll, I'll say that. He boycotted every bowl game. He didn't this is like the first year ever he's not oh, watched a bowl no. game. For, and that's uh, right. John oh, I mean, there's 86 of them. He, so. he, he was watching a good portion of them. He boycotted everything this sure. year, which is sure. a, a huge thing. So, yeah. Man. Yep. Well, our next episode's creation date is next week with Double the Millers, like we said. So keep an eye on the Facebook page for when that one goes live afterwards. <laughs> and also be waiting for when this one goes up to hopefully before the next one. Okay. Um, but until then, as always, stay safe, stay healthy, watch for ice and deer, and above all, stay free. <laughs>